You are listening to Healing for the Nations podcast. We are so glad you are here, and wherever you are listening from, we believe that God will transform your life through today's message. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a big, big hand of praise, somebody. Hallelujah. Wow. Second Corinthians chapter number 10. Thank you. According to what you read, chapter number 10. Second Corinthians chapter number 10. And we've, we've uh, been dealing with the issue of strongholds. And we looked at different things and different uh, items on the issues of strongholds and we're talking about strongholds of human reasoning amen we are we get limited in certain areas amen hallelujah quickly i want to talk to you I'll touch it and build on it. Amen. On how these things come about. Hallelujah. But first of all, let's read. We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. Are you with me? Yes. And, sorry, we destroy every proud, every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Father, thank you for your word today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. So in dealing with strongholds, we, we, we saw that a stronghold is actually a strong thing, which is sometimes practically possible to penetrate or to break through or to break into it because it is heavily guarded, it is heavily fortified, heavily locked. Hallelujah. And we saw that sometimes they argue with the word of God in our lives. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. And, and, and we saw that one such thing, uh, strongholds of human reasoning, is what? Is uh, things that we call traditions of men. Yeah. Amen. We saw that there are things known as traditions of men. Hallelujah. And, and, and we saw that but the Bible tells us in First Peter uh, should be chapter 1 verse 18 that by the blood of Jesus God redeemed us from the useless way of life that was passed on to us through traditions. Hallelujah. So when you're walking through the tradition or living your life according to traditions of men, you are living a useless life. Because traditions of men, they dilute the word of God. Hallelujah. And where the word of God has been diluted, it means it's not being given its rightful place. And because it is not being given its rightful place, it cannot work like it is supposed to work. Hallelujah. It's like you've made the word of God light. You've, you've, you've trivialized. Hallelujah. But if you're going to walk with God, you're going to have to be someone who grabs hold of the word of God with your whole being. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Are you with me, somebody? Praise the name of Jesus. We saw that there are certain traditions that happen when, when, when a woman is, is, is going to have a baby. One time, my son of mine called me in the night. Was it in the night that day? It was quite in the evening, though. He said, Dad, uh, my, 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 my woman is going to have a baby. And uh, the family want an egg. Nafuna egg, zira, irini. They should break the egg, and as soon as they break the egg, the baby will come out without any complications. I told him, I said, that shall not happen. He says, okay. He went and they delivered the beautiful baby girl. Nothing of that nature was done. Hallelujah. So you find that there are these things, traditions of men. Amen. Amen. You know, and things like that. Crazy things. Pastor Bill once told me, my socks, I, my socks, something to do with socks. I don't know what, I mean, I don't know what, I mean, my socks, I mean, I don't know what, Imagine going to give your wife to drink water that you washed your dirty socks in so that she can have a safe delivery. What have your dirty socks got to do with the baby that is being born? Traditions of men. So, and it's sad that among Christians, those things, and you find, it's better to be safe than sorry. And then you find that they cause compromise in the lives of people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, now, how do, how do strongholds come about? Number one, I shared about it, and I, let me just talk about it quickly. They come about as a result of teachings, or the words that you have been exposed to. Amen. repeatedly. Remember, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. When you understand it, Buino Buino, to a greater degree, faith is some kind of stronghold. It is a stronghold, in fact. Yeah, because your thinking now is in a certain way, and anything that contradicts that faith, you've got a certain defense against it. Are you talking? Are, are you getting what I'm saying here? Hallelujah. Hello. So you find that through Mao, the words that you've constantly been hearing, repeatedly, Mungo Velapo, repeatedly, 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 repeatedly. Hallelujah. Yeah. In the days of cholera, when we had cholera, that time where they even had to shut the church. Amen. Uh, you know. But then they One family member of ours got sick just by overthinking and was admitted at the cholera center. And he didn't even have cholera because they couldn't find him. Hello? Wherever he was walking, he was just seeing cholera everywhere. But he developed symptoms. But the results are clear. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody here? Uh -huh. So the things that you constantly hear, they develop a certain thinking pattern. Amen. Number two, it is experiences of life. Hallelujah. Experiences of life. Now, I want to talk about and put these things together. Words that you constantly hear and experiences of life. Can I ask you a question? Who teaches our children to complain? 
Hello? Oloimu amene. Ana kupunzisani kutanda ura ni ndani. Who taught you how to complain? I know you will say it's natural. No. It is a learned habit. It is something you learn. I once spoke to certain people, you know, siblings of a certain family, who come by now, and all I'm hearing is negative, negative, complaint and complaint, complaint and complaint. I was like, what is wrong with these children? One day, I had the privilege of sitting with their parents. Then when I heard their father and mother talk, I knew, David, okay. The apple hasn't fallen far from the tree. I could hear when I was talking to the parents, literally what I was hearing them say are the things I've heard the children say. Hallelujah. So look at this. You want your children to do good? You want your children to do better? You want your children to become better people and all that? One of the things is you have to be careful for many much to expose to them because as you are talking to them, you are creating a certain mindset. You are creating a certain stronghold. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Life ya vuta, life ya vuta. Next thing you will hear your child say, life ya vuta, life ya vuta. And she's only five years old. She's only ten years old. Life ya vuta brand. Hello? Hallelujah. Where do they get this thing? Where did you learn to worry? How did your children learn to worry? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. After a certain age, how are you? Yeah, pressure. Where did they get that from? They heard it from you. Because all the time they hear you talking to your friends. Yeah, my pressure, my pressure. They hear you talking to your brothers and sisters. My pressure, my pressure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. So I've talked about what? The words that you continuously hear. You constantly hear, number one. Number two, okay? We talked about experiences of life. They create a certain thought pattern. In you, certain stronghold in you. Are you with me? Are you following me? But now as I proceed in this lesson today, talking about the things, the words that you continuously hear. I want to talk to you about another kind of stronghold which we call religious strongholds. Amen. Religious what? Strongholds. It sounds like it is the good thing. It is the good truth. But it is not the truth at all. It sounds like the right thing, but it is not the right thing at all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The other day, uh, Joshua asked me a question. He was asked at school. He said, Dad, I've got a question. I said, yeah, what is it? He said, a friend of mine was asking me, why do bad things happen to good people? And a lot of us people think like that. Listen, things, life happens to everybody. Life happens 
to everybody whether you are a child of God or not at some point you will meet something in your life uh-uh. and hallelujah hallelujah but the thing is this in Christ we have an advantage Amen. Because it tells us, cast your burdens, cast your cares unto me, for I care for you. You, When you are facing things, you have got someone to carry them with or someone to carry them for you. Are you getting what I'm saying? You have got divine help. Am I talking to somebody here? That is the advantage that you have in Christ. That even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, this is somebody who was saying the Lord is my shepherd. But at some point he says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. At some point, the path will lead there. But when it leads there, the truth of the matter is, He has not abandoned you. That's the truth of the matter. So instead of me worrying or complaining about the valley of the shadow of death, I rejoice at the presence of God that is with me. So he says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, rejoice. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. That's why when I'm going to come on, I'm but if they have chosen not to focus there because focusing on that does not help them hallelujah like I was listening uh, we had a pastor's retreat just the other week and there is something uh, we had um, a guest minister there uh, Bishop, Bishop Marenga was there of living waters and he told us something there he said talking about the problem does not solve it it only increases it Hello? So, you haven't sorted anything out. You haven't changed anything. Hallelujah. What is the solution after understanding or realizing that you're in a vote? Come on here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, here's one thing I want to bring to you. And no wonder we find so many frustrated Christians. Somebody that preached to you or preached Christ to you they lied to you. Listen, you are still here. You are not exempt. You pay the increased amount. You can't go there and say no because uh-uh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The war in Ukraine is not just affecting the non-believers. Even the Christians there are being affected. Yeah. Hello? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. Look. Let me explain to you. Listen. Uh, Ephesians chapter number 6. And verse 10, isn't it? When you start reading, it says, Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. 
put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to do what? To withstand in the evil day. So to think you will go through life without challenges is a lie. Even the people that preach faith have had challenges where they have had to use their faith. And that's why the Bible tells us to fight the good fight of faith. Even the father of faith, Abraham, had to at one point, the Bible says, he considered not the deadness of Sarah's womb, nor yet his own body. Humanly speaking, anaina ma challenges. One, mkazuwa kesabala. Two, ninkote. Three, nae wamene ninkote. Hello? But he had to ignore all that and focus on the word of God. Put his faith to work until Isaac was born. You want to tell me that you won't meet anything? That's a lie. You will meet it. Sometimes sooner than later. Sinu kupingirani. I'm just saying. And so you find that these things are religious strongholds that are born from wrong teachings. Hallelujah. They are born from what? Born from wrong teachings. Wrong exposure to the to, to, or rather exposure to wrong words. And so tapamuntu have you read your Bible? He says, when you go through the fire, I will be with you. It won't scorch you. When you go through the water, the water will not overwhelm you. Listen. Hallelujah. So that's just one example of religious struggle. That everything will be okay. Yes. When you go with it in the word of God. Okay. But when we talk about you meeting things, you will meet them. Where you now need to apply the word of God. What do you think the word of God means when it tells you be sober, be vigilant. For your adversary, the devil, is looking for someone whom he may devour. What does it say to you? Be sober, be vigilant. And the devil will use anything. On the armor, it says, above all, taking the shield of faith by which you may do what? You may quench the fiery darts of the enemy. He will throw the darts. But what is your job? Quench them with the shield of faith. You are going to be attacked. Like if I don't say amen, then they won't locate me. <laughs> okay. Hello. Yeah. But I'm not trying to make you afraid. Because God has not given us the spirit of fear. But of power, love, and of a sound mind. And we know according to scripture that no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. It does not say that there is no weapon that will be fashioned, period. No. No weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. It will be fashioned and used, but it shall not prosper. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Somebody say, I'm ready. Yeah. We bring it on. Amen. Yeah. Bring it on. Another example of a stronghold, which is as a result of a wrong teaching. We are all sinners. I, I don't know where you get that from. I know you use the scripture in Romans. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Yes. Read it in context and understand. Because if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. The old has passed away and now the new has come. For God made him who had no sin or knew no sin to become sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. So we are not all sinners. I am a sinner saved by grace. If you are a sinner, you are not saved. I am a sinner saved by grace. No, no. If you are a sinner, you are not saved. You do not qualify yourself by your shortcomings. You qualify yourself by the grace of God. And how do you access that grace? For by grace you are saved through faith. I believed in Jesus and so the grace of God worked on me to save me. So how am I? I am a recipient of the grace of God. I am saved. I am born again. There is no such a thing as born again sinners. If they are born again sinners, they were never born in the first place. And so Rambidi, they use that now to excuse their kamsango. Because as one who was also a sinner once upon a time, Uchimo Umanveka Buino. That's why you want Mama Pitiza Mochimo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of us were and you knew that this time when you do something wrong and you see your mother coming or your father coming before they have done anything the memory of what they did to you puts you in a mode of repentance. Naleka. Mami naleka. I've stopped and you're crying before she even pulls your ears. Huh? Every time you feel like going into it, Am I talking to somebody here? And so, because there is this teaching that I've been given to people that, you know, uh, 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 we are all sinners. There's no one righteous. 
others now they feel they cannot rebuke a sister or rebuke a brother for something that they are doing and yet the bible tells us open rebuke is better than hidden love if i see you doing something wrong as your brother in christ it is my job it is my responsibility to come to you pauline and say ah, ah, and so because now, when I come to you and tell you, what you are doing is not right, we begin to say, no, you, you cannot judge me. You cannot judge me. You, are holy, you think you are holier, holier than thou. And sh- 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 no, no, no. I don't even think that I'm holier than thou. It's just that you are, you are refusing to do the right thing that you are supposed to do. Why? Because that kamsango still benefits you in a certain way. Kakarika kumfesamushe. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm saying here? Eh? No, st- stop trying to say no. Stop judging me. Stop judging me. Nobody's judging you. In fact, the Bible says a spiritual man judges all things, and he himself is judged of no one. So I can judge as a spiritual man. Kukupima pima kufaka paskero nokuza my friend. Sul waluva anaiwe. And I am doing it in love. The Bible says whoever sees a brother going astray and he brings him back, he has saved such a one from death. Na kupuru musa kuhinfa. Ni kupuru musa kuhinfa. Roka mbati ni kujajina. Kukoroka chape na iwe. What's wrong with you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That, no, we are all sinners. No, some of us are not. If I'm a sinner, I don't qualify to preach to you right now. Sinner, sinner, what good? No. Hallelujah, my time is up. What? Hallelujah. No one is perfect. No one is holy. Uh, are you sure? The Bible says, as he is, so are we. First John chapter 4, 17. As he is, so are we. In this world. Can I put it properly to you? Or let me bring it close to home. As he is in eternity, in heaven, so am I. What's the day today? Third. Number three, number four. Okay, so am I. On the 3rd of April 2022, as he is, so am I presently. So, if you want to tell me that that is perfect, no one is holy, no one is shashan. Ah, you have not seen Jesus. You have not looked at him. That is a wrong teaching that keeps people bound to their sin. That keeps him bound to wrong habits. Hebrews chapter 12, the Bible says, Seeing therefore that we have a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin that easily entangles us. Yeah. That thing can be on the phone, on your smartphone. Yeah. It is a thing that so easily entangles you. 
Hallelujah. Yeah. That thing might be having a habit of getting without borrowing. Without asking. But as long as I've not been caught, it's okay. Hello? Amen. Hallelujah. That can be a casino that so easily entangles you. The Bible says, lay it aside. Kachoke more. Kachoke more. Sinkanina yendo sakira ma pembero abusa, pembero lenko, abusa, strengko njanjan, abusa, strengko na anoint because he na. Bible kamba uti kachoke more. You yourself lay it aside. Hallelujah. Am I helping somebody here? Amen. Hallelujah. Let me quickly run through them. Can I buy a bit of your time? Hallelujah. Yeah. Example number three, is it? Example number three. I have to be perfect for God to love me. And so you have got people who want to get their act together before they church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sufu nikawaambirira kusamba kuti mpamino ukwanise kusenze soap. It is the soap that cleans you together with the water. So you don't have to get your act together to come to God. Come as you are. God will sort you out from here. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, first, No, no, no. God loves you the way you are. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him who are the people that are to believe in Christ? The righteous? No. The, the, the perfect? No. As they are in their condition if they believe in him they will not perish but they will have everlasting life. Listen, if you could save yourself if you could make yourself perfect you have no need for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. You have no need for you. Watch on here. Amen. Number four. It went wrong, obviously, because I sinned. Mm. That's another stronghold. That's why Vintu Vikaruana the first thing you do is you go to confess your sin. My father, forgive me for my sin. My sins known and my sins unknown. Ambuya ni kururu kire. Machimu ya jamene na kulapirani mo ziva na mo sazir. Obvious, that's why business is in a stick. Obvious, that's why pajanchito pays. Hello. Give yourself a break. Amen. Let me add that one to this one. Every wrong thing that happens in my life, it is the devil's fault. 
ti satana ndiye alengesa listen you know sometimes satana tima mpasa ulemu na attention ya mene we are not supposed to give him we give him so much undue attention hallelujah and how is innocently flying it is a bird that moves in the night because during the day it can't see it sees better at night that is how god created it it is not defective uh-uh. so it flies at night witchcraft witchcraft Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you have a tree at your place where there is an owl that lives there, you want to kill it. And, and not only do you want to kill it just to get rid of it and what? No, because already you have gone to witchcraft. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, Nesnamvera Kiti, Adirangati Kamuana, Banja, Pa. No, no, no. The cat just doesn't cry like that. No. Actually, it, is, it cries like that when it is looking for a mate. You are from the old school where we came from. You even either open your window or you come out of the door and you begin to take your witchcraft elsewhere. It's an innocent cat. Panda, you are busy now defiling everybody's mind with the heaviness of the insults that are coming out of the mouth that you use to praise God. What a shame. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Giving the devil undue attention. Amen. Hallelujah. To know anything that no, the devil is involved. You know Satan, you know Satan what he's doing. You know Satan what is what? Satan what is what? You know what? Sometimes it is just your bad manners. Hello? Bad manners. The Bible says a person who sows discord, am I saying it right? Among brethren. And in fact, he says, a person who sows discord among brethren, such one, get rid of him. Okay? Now, if you came, Abba, watch the Kafundu, Wakupish, even a power, feed, Wakupish, Wakupish, ah, it is the devil. Bad manner. You are careless with your mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's your own bad man. 
not the devil anyway. It's just you, you know, for your own character. Submit to the word of God. Let God help you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Let me add this one to this one also. My brother, pray hard. Pray hard. Can somebody tell me what is praying hard? I've seen pray without ceasing in the Bible. I have. I have seen pray without ceasing. I'm yet to find the pray hard. What does it mean? Because it is not the Hello? Pray hard, my man. Pray hard, my sister. Because mm, what is coming? Pray hard. If what I've been doing this whole time is not praying hard, give me an example. This is how you pray hard. And anyone who tells you this is how to pray hard or pray hard never gives you an example. Listen, one of you, who pampered a souffle can pack out the cheating, pack out the punk of you and got to be the umpire. Hello? Hallelujah. Every time I meet you, Raymond. Raymond, how are you? I'm fine. And what's wrong with your voice? Are you coughing? No, I was in the mountain. What happened? I was in seven days prayer and fast. Like that trap you told me about, Pastor. You remember? That one for the anointing oil. Who was making stickers for the anointing? He says, now I'm going to the mountain. We are going at the end of Ishtachan. And he was there asking them in the office. He said, <laughs> You know what Kuvundika is? It's that thing we do to bananas. Eh? They, they don't ripe from the tree. So you cut it and put it in a bag and pack it somewhere. You leave it for a few days, then they ripen. That's what Kuvundika is. Yeah. So he was saying that is what he was going to do to the anointing oil. <laughs> And I'm, there is a reason why for some time here you have not seen me use oil I stopped using oil for a reason one of my members here one time told me this very strange encounter at their house she walked out of Nyumbayao there was a plate and it had fire in it burning fire that they did not start and there was just this strange strange and when she walked out of the house, found a plate, so a metal plate with fire in it. And now, she got worried because she had run out of anointing oil in the house. And so she was telling me, ah, that it was bad. And that day, I, I had no anointing oil in the house. Listen, listen. 
This is oil. Okay? A few days ago, I used this same oil to cook myself some eggs. Because he must say that you salad. Hallelujah. And sometimes under the instruction of the Holy Ghost, we will use it to anoint people. Or to anoint what, you know, different things that the Lord may lead us to do that. Are you understanding? Hallelujah. But what I want you to understand is this. Even if there is no oil, there is already power. The power resides in you. Because God lives in you. Manifest, huh? Manifest. Hey, hey. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Because what works is faith. And so you find that now people began to use the oil as chizimba, chitumwa. You know chitumwa? Charm. So you find wherever they go, they have got like a bottle of anointing oil. They are armed and dangerous. Yes. <laughs> so I saw that, I said I will not use oil for now. And a lot of you, especially those of you that are new, you've never seen me use oil here. And, and miracles have still been happening. Yeah. It's not in the oil. There are those who use oil, anointing oil like it is medication. I once went to, 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 to look after my auntie's house many years ago when I was a young boy, long before I even got married. I was a Christian, being used by God powerfully, you know, at my age. And I went to her house, and my cousin now was telling me, I in anointing oil. I'm a my My aunt would anoint her house every day, every day. Just anoint the house. As she's cooking, she'll put a few food. And the thing is, if you've been to, listen, can I help you? Can I help you? Avoid listening to testimonies of Satanists trying to find out what the devil does so you can be properly prepared for him. Uh -uh. Give that energy and that devotion to the word of God. And she got it from some satanic something somewhere. Some of the meat you buy in the butchery and these satanists are testified, we would take human meat and remove the meat for the cow. And so you go, you buy, and you find that what you have bought, you have bought So even when you are eating, you are eating human flesh. It had to take a satanist. It had to take a satanist. So you see what that is saying? Up to this level, you have eaten so many things. Not even oil can help there. If it's a dog in the pot, it's a dog in the pot. It's a dog on the plate. It's a dog in your mouth. 
When you hear things like that, then you know his experience talking. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me give you the last stronghold that we people get to deal with. What pastor's prayers can help me? Last time when we did the Jesus campaign, I, had, I was receiving calls from some people. You know, just acknowledging they had received and all that. And one of them asked me a question. Do you see at your chair? It was a bit of a hard question because nobody's blind here to start with. We all see. Move on, I've changed one. Eh, two on. Two on. Two on, I Two on, I Two on. But then there is this thing of thinking the solution to my problems is only when I meet a man of God who sees. I'll marry the two. The first one I said, only pastor's prayers can help me. And so you find that when Deacon comes to pray for you, you are not very open and comfortable to receive. Because he's deacon. Listen, power is not in the title. Somebody can be titleless and full of No title, but in Pavia Murunguche, I mean, Edimo, Yamene Murunguama Sevenses, but he threw him. You understand? They don't think, no. So, so, the man done church. No, didn't have booze. So Sakira a prophet. Ah, continue. Hello? Hello? A lot of your problems don't even need us to see. I've had people come and tell me, Pastor, pray for me. Okay, what should I pray for you? Anything that God will reveal to you. Stop wasting my time. Even you also have a many fever. You are the one who knows what is the problem. So come tell me, Abusa, this is my problem. Oh, okay. If there is need to see anything, the Lord will show me. If there is nothing to see, don't make me create things. Amen. Yeah. My brother-in-law once, there was this lady who was always in the habit of saying, So, Pastor, what, what, what is the Lord saying? He gave her a scripture in the book of chapter number 28. I think it's verse 30 or somewhere going down. And when she read it, she asked him, So what is the Lord saying? He said, that's exactly what he said. Ah, no, this is not what the Lord is saying. Do you know what it was saying? And the Lord shall afflict you with madness. <laughs> it's there. It's one of the curses that is the, when you read chapter 28 up to verse 14 is blessings. From verse 15 up to the end is curses. And he gave her one of those. The Lord shall afflict you with madness and the vexation of your spirit. What is the Lord saying? What is the Lord saying? Under pressure, we will tell you things like that. Now we don't want to disappoint you. After all, it is the word of God. And the interest of his word brings light. And understanding has been given to your simple mind. Glory to God. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Am I helping somebody here? So don't go chasing after prophecy thinking that's the solution. Listen, I'm not saying there's something wrong with prophecy. I was doing it here just a while, a moment ago. There's nothing wrong with it. But don't go chasing after prophecy. You've been here three weeks, four weeks, we've not prophesied on you. Ah, it's wrong. Maybe the Lord has shown us some things. He said, this one, don't do anything. We cannot come and tell you, Matilda, the Lord has told me not to see anything about you. Ah! You understand? The Lord tells you, don't do that. And you just bypass like you were worshipping. I can't tell you that, you know what, sir? The Lord has told me not to lay hands on you. You leave church very depressed. You think God has got something personal against you. Hallelujah. Religious strongholds. And there are many things like this. Hallelujah. That keep people in bondage. They look like they are truth, but they are not truth. They are products of heresies, wrong teachings, and half-baked truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I tell you something? 98% truth is still not truth. Because of the 2% that is missing. Jonah degenerated 100% per 100%. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Have you been helped today? Yeah. Today we were dealing with religious strongholds. Amen. Religious strongholds. Praise God. Religious strongholds. There is nowhere in the Bible where the scripture says you have to be baptized to partake of Holy Communion. I, I, I just thought it wasn't gone. But you know, I cannot partake of Holy Communion because I'm not baptized. It's not baptism which qualifies you for Holy Communion. It's your faith in Jesus. Have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Holy communion is for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Religious what? Strongholds. I've not gone deeper today. I'm touching Amen. One of the things that has been heavily abused is the teachings on deliverance. When a truth has been overstretched, in the end it becomes a lie. Yeah. Hello? Hallelujah. Yes. Do you know why Jesus taught us to pray our Father who art in heaven? It's because at that time his Father was in heaven. 
We don't pray our Father who art in heaven. We art in heaven ourselves. Ephesians chapter 2 is there. When God raised him, he raised us together with him, made us to sit together with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So why am I going to pray our Father who art in heaven? Nidinai. I'm with him right now. I am in his presence. Hallelujah. The Bible says whoever confesses Jesus as Lord, God lives in him and him in God. So how is it our Father who art in heaven? I live in God. God lives in me. If I'm here, God is here. My Father who art here right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Religious one. Strong God. Giving is good. Kupasa ni Giving is important. Amen. Hello? Kupasa ni kofunikira. Nakamba vitu Giving is good. Giving is important. I'll add the third one. Giving is necessary. But can I tell you something? You don't need to give for God to bless you. It's not in the Bible. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. We'll find it there. The Bible says God has already blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. What is the place of giving then? That's another teaching for another day. And a lot of children of God, they feel uh, swindled because they have been giving to get blessing. Giving to get blessing is giving out of ignorance. My people perish for lack of knowledge. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So why do you give? There are several reasons why we give. Number one, okay, if we're giving to people, we are giving because we have seen a need. Alright? That's number one. Number two, we are giving. We are sowing seed. And by the way, sowing seed, you just don't sow to pass. The Bible says, he who helps the poor lends to God and God will pay him back. The one who considers the poor will never lack. That's what the Bible said. So you must understand that all your giving is tied to the principle of sowing and reaping. That you must know. So we give because we, we have seen a need. We give out of love. We give in obedience to the word of God. That's why we give our offerings. We give our tithes. Hallelujah. Yeah. We give to the man of God according to Galatians chapter 6 verse 6. The one who is teaching us the word of God. He says, let him that is taught in the word 
share or communicate in all good things with the one that teaches him. Then verse 7 says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he. Then he says, do not tithe good. For in due season you shall reap. Especially doing good to those of the household of faith. Meaning the pastor is not the only person you bless or the only person you give. You give to your sister. You give to your brother. Like Deacon was teaching us the other time. Okay? Learn to share. Learn to give money to someone. Not because they have asked you. Just be a blessing. Eye and walk away. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just dial a job. purpose in your heart. Today I want to be a blessing to someone. somebody here am i talking to somebody here when you understand that everything i have i was given by god even if i worked for these things but you worked for them with whose life and whose strength hallelujah because listen what you have worked for be able to take into the grave and beyond the grave if you take it at the time of your exit on this earth even if you say I worked for it you didn't that's why hallelujah because what you worked for is yours you must have it all the time but the fact that you will one day leave it should prove to you you own nothing. You own nothing. Hello. So when you understand that everything I have, I was just given. It's the mercy of God. It's the grace of God. You will not struggle to give to God. You will not struggle to help someone. You will not struggle blessing to someone. Why? Because you know, in the same way I was given, I must also be a blessing to someone. And the Bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive. But many times, we just want to receive. I can tell you, a lot of us here today came to church to receive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I help you here? Maybe next time when coming to church, have this mind to say, I just want to go and worship my God. I want to go and praise Him with my brothers and sisters. I want to go and celebrate my Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. One day, and I end here. One day, one of my leaders spoke to someone. And I know my leader. She was joking. Because she's like that. Spoke to someone and says, And that person got offended and stopped coming to church. To me, that proved that is why they were coming to church. 
Because And then we joke like that. And then you take offense. It has shown me something that was going on in your mind. Then the reality now started manifesting. Wait, the Lord will lift me. You guys will remain at those levels. You'll be carrying my Bibles. You'll be what? You'll be what? I said, mm. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed. I said, you cannot, you cannot disrespect my leaders like that. Expect that you will be lifted here. It can't happen. Amen. I am a cadre for my leaders. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But let it be that you are coming to the house of God to be in the presence of God, just to worship, to love Him. So God has been so good to me. I can't wait to be in the house of God to take my tithe, to take my offering, just to appreciate my God for what He has done. Yes, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You will find those things here. But let your motivation be different. Hallelujah. You've been listening to Healing for the Nations podcast. We want to thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you were blessed by today's message. To know more about us, text connect to Healing Nations 2 at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to enjoy more messages like this. See you next time.